0: don't call it a comeback because we've been here for years awesome awesome opening intro theme there from the hall of famer the macho man randy savage i am stephen a turner joined in the studio by mr brandon ward
1: freak out freak out oh yeah and mr
0: david clark
1: oh yeah dig it and
0: we're back. Uh, we took a little hiatus, but we're back. It's the Homers Podcast coming to you from the 2420 Studios. It's our midseason review show. We're going to uh, break down some of the action we missed while we were away. We're going to break down all the teams across the, the region, uh, boys and girls. we got a little girls top five. Uh, but Let's go ahead and get right into it. We'll talk a little bit of basketball. We'll, we'll, we'll go back to Friday night. We're not going to really review a lot of games that have happened, but you almost have to talk about this when Davis County manhandles. Apollo with a big 17 point win at Eagle Arena, uh, led by uh, Marshall Griffiths. Stuart Curry led the way and uh, held Apollo without a double digit score. Even Eli Wright was held to nine points. Kind of a shocker. Uh, all the way around DC now almost cemented themselves as probably the second best team in the region at this point in the season. What you think? Let me tell you something, Stephen Nate Turner <laughs> into Stuart Curry. Okay, all right. Should <laughs> so stop that. Um, no, I, you know.
2: Dig it. Dig it. A part of me is shocked at the outcome of this, and a part of me is not, because I've told you many times off the air, I feel like Davis County is probably, from a talent standpoint, from top to bottom, probably the second best team in the district. I know we kind of disagree on that, you know, I, and I, I think you can make an argument either way, but Davis County has proved their mettle this year. I mean, they, they beat a very good Henderson County team who has done nothing but just shocked the state, shocked the world, yeah. as Jalen Rose would like to say said back in the day. So, you know, this game to me was just kind of uh, proof in the pudding, you know, yeah. as to what we thought Davis County could be. I think a lot of it, too, is Apollo, Apollo stunk it up, and Davis County played well, so you combine those two. You get the result of this game.
0: Yeah, no question. And what talent or, or whatever, whoever's got the most talent. Davis County's playing better as a team all season long. I watched Davis County play quite a bit. The only game I really see him look off was that Owensboro game. Other than that, I've seen him look very impressive. Now, we've seen them a few times. They looked awesome versus to open the season versus Madisonville. We got to see that game. I got to see him uh, I didn't get to see him versus Henderson, but I did watch a little bit of it online. A very very impressive Henderson's I think they only lost maybe one game, maybe two games to an in state uh, team when one of them was Davis County, and then uh, we got to see the OIT championship versus Bowling Green, which they blew that game. They they, they should have won that game.
1: The rest blew it for
0: them. Yeah, that they didn't get any uh, help with the calls. That and fifth foul that Stuart Curry got was stupid. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. They they changed the way they were calling that game, and it ended up affecting the outcome. And then this game versus Apollo. I mean, I got to give credit to uh, Coach Hume. I mean, he had a game plan. They executed it to perfection. Comes out. Uh, holds the ball. How the game starts, it just tells the tale of the entire game. They come out, Apollo playing a zone, which they've, they've they've looked better playing a zone. They looked a lot better a zone team than a man-to-man team. Hume identified that as a strength, wanted to take it away and, and dictate uh, to Paulo what they were going to do. And Paulo comes out in a the zone. They hold the ball. He said he wanted to take a minute off the clock for each possession. They took more than a minute. Jump out to a ridiculous nine-zero start. And the pace of the game just favored Davis County the whole time. Apollo was never able to recover. Eli just uh, couldn't find his shot. There's going to be those nights and nobody. Uh, Caleb Coombs got in foul trouble big time. I think he picked up his fourth foul early in the second half and just completely took him out of the game, and there was nobody else on the Apollo team that that stepped up, and that's the end of the, that's the, you, end of the story. You, you mentioned
2: Apollo playing zone, and, and I think it's, a, a, to me, a zone's a catch-22. I mean, if, you, if you're having a little bit of trouble matching up, the zone is, is the greatest thing since sliced bread. However, the one thing about a zone is is it can lull you to sleep if you play a zone. If, if, if you're active in a zone, you're, you're out pressuring the guard, you're out you know pressuring the passing lanes, the zone can create havoc. However, you know, if you got Davis County out there holding the ball for a minute, minute and a half, two minutes at a time, you start getting lackadaisical. I mean, the guy's just out there dribbling. I think at that point Barker probably should have applied some ball pressure. And, you know, hindsight's always 20-20. Maybe he does that next time. Heck, the next time, if these two teams do play again, obviously it's going to be different for for reasons we'll talk about here in a little bit. Um, It'll be a different game next time. But, you know, my thing is you play his own – be active, make it count because it, it sure can, it it can make any team fall asleep.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a situation for Apollo. We'll talk, I want to talk more about Davis County, but in this game, it's a situation for Apollo where I thought, um, it's, it's just finding the, the, the right way. I mean, they're better defensively in the zone. However, their offense seems to flow better when they're up tempo playing a man to man. But, they can't match up man-to-man a lot of the times, so they're having a lot of difficulty finding their way. They, uh, they're they slow defensively, but they're fast offensively, if that makes any sense at all. I mean, Eli, obviously, Apollo's much better in transition, and when Apollo's not getting stops, they were not getting stops in this game. They're in big trouble, and uh, you, you, we've seen it on a, on a state level up there at, at the tournaments they play. They, they can hang in for teams, possession for possession, but whenever... They they were unable to get stops uh, consistently. The team just ran away with it. Boyle County game, the Manual game, very very similar to this game, and they just just got blow the doors blown off of them. And Apollo struggling to find their way back to Davis County. They're thirteen and three. Their mid season review. They're led in scoring by Marshall Griffin, uh, twenty three points a game. I mean kid is not signed anywhere he's gonna be a good i think he could play d1 ball somewhere maybe a small college somewhere with the recruits that i see out there that's getting recruited marshall has a pretty complete game i mean he can get to the hole he plays really good d um he can shoot the three i think he's gonna be a good a good get for a you know a lower division one college yeah i i I mentioned to somebody locally I, i said if you know if i'm kentucky wesleyan
2: I'm going over to Marshall Griffith and Darian Morrow and saying, please come tomorrow. Like, let's let's, let's get you signed up and get this thing done with Davis County. You know, I I'm, I'm so high on these guys, and I'm afraid to get too high on them because I feel like when I get high on Davis County, like I you know I start like you know, hey, maybe this team is legit, maybe this team's for real. I always feel like they kind of let me down. Well, how but, about but, over, but,
0: to overtime versus Breck and right at the wire versus McLean? They're losing all game it's it, it, a tale it, of two teams it's an intensity thing
2: it, it is it is I mean, when you're a more talented team and you're playing a <laughs> team that's a that's a decided decisive underdog um you're going to get that team's best shot and i think davis county still finding a way to win shows their medal shows that they're a good team and let's face it davis county probably i'm going to say probably is going to be the only team from the city to beat henderson this year i'm just going to go the books and say that henderson's probably going to be apollo and ohs yeah
0: it's yeah we'll so, see I didn't think Davis that, County would beat to so, me That, no, that no, no. in
2: of itself is a heck of an accomplishment. <clears throat> of course, we'll, we'll see what happens those next two games. I, I just know that Davis County is pretty
0: good, and I know that nobody, and I mean nobody, wants to play them in the first round of district. No, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Right now it's looking like an Apollo-Davis County rematch in the first round, barring a couple weird things happening. I, I can't talk about Davis County without mentioning Stuart Curry. The kid's a flat-out beast. I mean, I, I hate Davis County. I'm an Apollo guy. Hate him. But you know what? I respect him. I uh, respect what Hume's doing. He's putting together a pretty good thing over there. And Stuart Curry, this kid right here, he's going to Louisville for for baseball. He's going to go pitch for Louisville. A phenomenal pitcher. But, I'm, I mean, he's playing just as well on the hardwood as i seen him play on the diamond. I mean, he can get his shot versus anybody. Ward identified it immediately as soon as we saw him. Right off the bat, even in the Owensville game where they got the doors blown off of him, Ward said, you know, I think Stuart Curry may be the most improved player in the region. And I don't. That's that's not a far off statement at all. I mean, the kid just dominated
1: Apollo the other night. His aggressiveness is what I've really noticed. Uh, Post from last year, he just seems like a lot more confident player. And like you said, he signed with Louisville to play baseball. He might be walking on to play basketball if he continues <laughs> to improve like this. Ward took the words right out of my mouth. I was sitting
2: here thinking that that I could see a scenario where he where he's on a baseball scholarship. He's a, he could walk on the basketball team. He you know he's six seven. He can shoot the three. He can handle the ball. Kind of fits into the mode of a Patino guy. Yeah. It's crazy to think that, but... What, what, what would be... Oh, check this out. That's crazy. Think about this. What if, what if Stuart Curry walked on... What if Eli Wright and Eric Coleman
0: went to Apollo? I mean, went to uh, Louisville? That'd be, that'd be a Could little this District that? flavor. That would be That's insane. why we're trying to tell everybody to get out to the gyms, and they have. They've listened to us because the gyms have been loaded. The atmosphere in, the, in Eagle Arena Friday night was awesome, and it's been like that for all the ninth
1: District games this Especially year. Especially the Apollo-Owensboro game. There was a 25-minute wait to get into the line. I mean, people were missing the first five minutes of the game trying to get into the I door of that one. I was proud of that. I'm the, proud of, of our people. fans, and I'm
2: disappointed with our fans at the same time because the non-9th District game, are not being, being very well not, not at all. <laughs> it's like we show up for the district games, yeah. and then after that, it's like everybody forgets basketball is being played. Keep, and I'm like,
0: come on, guys. Keep coming out, for sure, because the talent's still going to be there, whether it's night District but, or not. But,
2: but historically, you know, a lot of the – I'm going to tell a story. A lot of the old-timers will be like, yeah, back when Rex played for Apollo and Owensboro had their team, you know, the, the sports center was always packed. I've seen films of games when those two weren't playing each other back in the day and be like, Literally 50 people in the sports area. That's the way it looks. So it wasn't always packed. low no. the old-timers for you. So it's kind of the same way now, you know? Yeah. But I think it's disappointing because I think there's enough talent on that floor. You ought to go pay your $5 and go watch these kids play. It's yeah. worth
0: every penny. Yeah, college coaches would agree. I mean, we had Bruce Pearl in town to watch uh, Owensboro and Apollo uh, we're gonna have, I think, uh, Roy Williams is coming to town. And you Travis Ford, You've You've Travis Anthony Ford. Grant from Alabama. Yeah, yeah. and then you got, you got the Virginia Tech coaching staff will be there Friday night for Apollo and Catholic. Roy Williams is coming. Tons of tons of Shaka
1: places. Smart was here like every other week during yeah. the summer.
0: Pretty much had a ho- hotel booked for the entire summer here, <laughs> uh, trying to get Eric to come out there. But uh, you know, back to Davis County, we're gonna we're gonna move it on from then. We got to get to our uh, Davis County Thundercat of the season or midseason. <laughs> This is tough. I mean, you got two kids here that I think deserve. It. We're gonna give it to. We'll give, we'll give them Cole Thundercats of the year because to me, these two cats are two of the top players in all of the region. Forget the district. All of the region. Marshall Griffith averaging twenty three a game. Stuart Curry averaging nineteen points, nine boards on any given night. Either one of these guys can beat you, and sometimes they can both beat you. Uh, they're that good. And and Davis County's doing a really good job of finding enough. From their supporting cast to help these kids out, and thirteen and three it's a pretty solid mark for Davis County. They've not played the 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 weakest schedule. When both of them kids are on,
2: that's when Davis County goes to that next level. You know, we talk about Davis County being dangerous because, like you said, Marshall can score 30, Stuart Curry, Curry can score 30. But when they are both scoring in the high 20s, that's when Davis County can beat anybody. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I say anybody, it sounds cliche. You're like, oh, they can beat anybody, right? No, no, no. They it can beat anybody in the state if they're both on.
0: Yeah, no question. They beat Henderson, and a, and a week later, Henderson goes and beats Trinity. Who's number one ranked in the state? So Davis County can play with anybody. I'm else. not
2: sure that Henderson played poorly when they played Davis County.
0: No, no, not really. I
2: mean it's it's not that they laid an egg.
0: They I kinda mean, they kinda let their foot off the pedal. They were they had a pretty good lead yeah. in the fourth quarter and Davis County made a furious comeback. But hey, credit Davis County. You got that's where you win games you in the finish. fourth quarter. That's right. And uh, we'll get we'll move it on now to Apollo, uh, since we talked a little bit about them. Uh disappointing nine and eight if you're an eagle fan like myself a very frustrating team to watch you look you think they're turning the corner they played very well versus ohs uh, two weeks ago and then hoptown too followed it up versus a great game versus hoptown where they lost the two of the best in my opinion i watched a lot of state basketball this year a lot of teams across the state hoptown and owensboro are top five top 10 type teams and the entire state and apollo lost both of those games on last second layups. So I, and I come away from those games, not really too upset with the, with the loss I thought they played fantastic in those games. And then they go out and play a great half versus grace in one half. Tell of two halves. I mean, tell of two Apollo teams is what it is. They look like the Apollo team is turning the corner in the first half. In the second half, they look terrible and did not play good basketball at all. Wright And Coombs barely played in the second half and they didn't play at all on Friday night versus Davis. Kind of just flat out got spanked. I mean, it was a, just a horrible, horrible showing all around, and embarrassing. And really, if you wanted to get right down to it, the the trends
2: it's the trends not hitting in the right direction. If you're an Eagle fan, uh, but you know, I think there's some the fortunes will be changing. The stock could be trending up here pretty soon, and you know, listen. Apollo's it's not it's not like they're a bad team. Let's let's rein it they in. Anybody can look like let, a bad let, team. Anybody can look like a bad team. I've watched Kentucky look like a bad yeah, team. Yeah, oh no, yeah. I, I watched Kentucky on TV the other night look like they'd never played basketball in their life. <laughs> So it, it and that's ha- how Apollo
0: looked on Friday.
2: Yeah, and it could happen to anybody. But we you know, we got to keep things into perspective. Apollo has a, a, some good players on this team. Yeah, obviously everybody knows about Eli Wright, but Ben Moss is a kid that can pour in ten to fifteen points on a given night. Caleb Coombs is just Bill Lane beer, but he's five, <laughs> but he, uh, six five. <laughs> that's a great. I mean, that's a great comparison. He's going he's gonna to get physical. He's going to provide that presence in the post. I love it. There it is.
0: And he, we call him Land Shark. He makes it. <laughs> yeah, land shark's a Jaws, Land Shark. I mean, whatever. Fits. I got, I, wait a minute! I got the Jimmy Buffett thing on the mind right now. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to get to the beach already. How about the Messenger Inquirer piggybacking off of us and putting the big old nice article on Caleb on Friday? They put a big article. We, we've been talking about Caleb for for what a year now, over a yeah. year now, and uh, I'm glad to see him get that publicity. Great kid. Nobody plays harder than Caleb. He's averaging 10 points a game, seven boards. Doesn't sound like a lot, but, man, he like you said, the garbage man. I mean, everybody needs a Caleb Coombs on their squad. He's been the cog, uh, really, for Apollo this year. I know Eli, obviously, is the superstar, but Caleb is the dirty work. He does, gets in there and gets his hands dirty. And uh, Eli, on the other hand, is averaging 22 a game, seven boards. It is Eli, right? I mean, you expect those numbers out of him. Uh, he's had a couple games. I mean, I... I it's, I feel bad for the kid. I really do. I think, I, I mean, just judging by his mentality and just talking to him a little bit, I feel like the, the weight of, of trying to carry the team and trying to, he's trying to be the guy who carries the team and scores all the points. He's also trying to be the guy who gets his teammates involved. He's, he's struggling to find that medium because lots of times I, I feel like Apollo, the other kids just don't want the ball. Like they'll just stand off and they don't want to shoot. They're not aggressive. When they are, that's when they're more successful, but you know Eli can't drive the lane and dish it to a guy for a wide-open shot, and he doesn't take it. And then he just, I mean, instantly passes it back to Eli, and everybody's like, just go, Eli.
1: The other kid that I've seen that won at the ball in the Hoptown game was uh, Zach Hopewell. and He doesn't get a lot of playing time. I can't figure that out.
0: Yeah, I'm – I'm scratching my head on that. The
2: rotations. Well, that that was kind of good. You, you kind of hit on the point I was going to make is when when Apollo – Apollo's a capable team. We all have seen them. Like you said, the Owensboro and the Hopkinsville games <laughs> shows us that Apollo can play with anybody on a given night. When I see Apollo take that next step and become that team that, that can compete with state-ranked teams, they they get the balanced contribution. Now what my question for Apollo is can they get that consistently? I know they can get that on any given night, but can they get that consistently? And I, and, and that's a question we're going to get answered over the next, you know, 4 to 6 weeks or whatever's left before the re, uh, district tournament.
0: And I I don't know if they have to get a whole lot. I mean, I really don't. don't. They really
2: don't. But they they need kids to be
0: aggressive. No, I know. If you get a, like I I noticed in the Owensville game, a lot of kids were taking shots. They weren't hesitating. They were taking two dribbles, taking the jump shot, being confident about it. That's when Apollo's at their best. When Apollo's not at their best, when Wright's breaking down the D, he dishes it somebody for an open shot, and they ball fake when they're wide open, and they're, you know, it's like they're. Sometimes they want – you know, it's the tale of, of – you can't have it both ways. You can't have right – looking to write the right to score 40 and then complain because he doesn't dish the ball because you don't want the ball. I mean, you've got to find the happy medium there, and they're really, really struggling in energy. more ways than one. Energy, energy, energy. You've got,
2: you got to find the energy. I, I, For me, when I've <laughs> seen Apollo look good, they play with high energy. Against Owensboro, they play with high energy. Against Hopkinsville, they play with high energy. You know, it, it's there, all right, but, but – for whatever reason, some games, they just look tempo like... Tempo is everything they, I think team. so. And they sometimes, you know, especially... I, I go back to the Catholic game at the Sports Center. They, you know, they look like they literally just, like, rode out of yeah. bed or something. Because like, I don't, tempo
0: like, is everything. You know, it's the games that we talk about how they played well in some games. It's always the teams that are running. It seems like... And it, it's... it's When a team tries to go half court and slow the pace of the game down, Apollo just can't match the energy. They, they lose interest and... And just get all discombobulated they can't seem to find their identity at all uh, somebody that might help them find their identity uh, today just coming down <laughs> cue the theme Trace Young's eligible folks and uh, he's going to be playing he's going to be suiting up for a poly practice today and uh, going forward Trace Young is is a new e- he's he always been an eagle no longer he's a Hartford hustler now he's on Tamarack and uh, we'll see how that goes I, I you know, I know a lot of people that I talk to are – obviously when you add a kid like Trace Young, it's not going to hurt you because the kid's number one-ranked sophomore in the state of Kentucky, number two-ranked sophomore in the state of Kentucky. It can't hurt you, but I'm worried. But I'm somebody wor- about to get their minutes taken, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just worried about the mentality of the kids, like – because it already looks like they don't play well together. And then you add this into the mix, and, I mean, I guess you can't get any more, you know – broken than what they have looked at times so i just am just curious to see which way it goes it john can go Cal- either way john calipari says it best
2: just give me talent all day every day any day so i think that's kind of where where i'm at with this whole thing is is you know obviously i'm not an apollo fan but you t- anytime you add a kid of that caliber to any team it's some it has to help now it can mess up your chemistry but Let's be honest, I'm not sure Apollo had a whole lot of chemistry exactly. anyway. That's so my so thing. it can't hurt. No. I mean I mean, look at this kid is awesome. Like he could he's six eight, six seven, six eight, can shoot the three, can drive past you, can lay it up, he can play
1: inside, he can play outside, he can pass the ball well. He's the only player in the region that's comparable to Eli Wright, in my opinion, as far as size and athletic ability. Now they've got him on his team.
0: Yeah. I'm curious to see how they're gonna work it out. I mean, I'm a coach Barker fan. I know I can I I'm barking out crazy you know well i don't know what to understand the rotations and why they do this and why they do that barker knows more about basketball on his little finger than i do in my whole body so i'm confident in coach barker i'm a big fan of his and i know he's got his work cut out for him over there but well I you mean, got the, two of the best players in the state of kentucky on your basketball team now i mean the, let's, I, let's I, make it happen
2: i made a point
0: you know yeah, you
2: did. I did. I made a point. I said, listen, I, I've hyped up Barker a lot. I, I, I've said it. I, I've, you know, McLean's beat Owensboro the last couple of years when Barker was coaching there. So I've been a big believer in Barker for quite some time now because I've seen him beat Owensboro with a team that didn't even have a business being on the court with Owensboro. So I, I know this guy can coach. Here's the thing. I still feel that way. I have no doubt in my mind that Steve Barker can coach, but he's got two high-level Division One players on his basketball team. He's gonna have to produce now. Got to. He I, and I'm not That's trying to. I'm not. <laughs> this is gonna sound bad, like I'm trying to like throw all this pressure on him or something. There is pressure there. I think there there needs to be pressure there. When there. when you bring in a kid of that caliber, well, I'm not saying they brought him in. I'm saying he came. He no, I didn't
0: mean it. it, it yeah.
2: I'm not. No, I'm not uh, even not even going no. there at all. No, he, he, his family moved. It's all good. But no, when 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 that kid kind of comes into your program like that and you got a superstar like Eli Wright, if this team don't make it to regional,
1: it, it's a failure. <laughs> you then me? You've got Ben Moss on the team, too. He's, what, yeah. top 50 over the summer in the yeah. AAU camps? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Got a lot of talent on this team. I, I mean, it, they it'll got be got to find a way to yeah. put it together. And to be honest with you, I think the problem lies within I – I think Barker had a plan of what he wanted to do going into the season, well, a lot of the stuff that he implemented during the summer. And when they came out, it just flat out – didn't work. They were getting worked in the full court pressure. It worked. They, it, it worked. They can't. They couldn't pressure Whitesville Trinity in the full court. It worked. As soon in as the I summer. saw that, it did. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how. Something's different. Uh, but they they can't they can't pressure full court Whitesville Trinity.
1: Worked in the summer because Catholic had seventy five percent of their team playing football. Then
0: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but OHS didn't. No, that's true. I mean. They beat OHS down at, at the Western Kentucky camp, you know, with the full-court yeah. pressure and whatnot. I mean, it's just summer ball. Let's not read too much into uh, it. That's the one that thing about said, summer ball, yeah. I'd never take that serious at all. That being said, I think that's the style he wanted to implement, and it just flat-out didn't work. And now he's he's obviously had to switch to his own, which I don't think he really wanted to. Uh, so he's still finding their way. And the good news is they can lose every game they have left. They can lose every single game they got left. You know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. How, ask Davis County how their regular season went last year and what happened in the first round of the district.
2: They didn't win a game in the district. Let's, let's keep that in mind, people. Davis County didn't win a single game in the district last year. They went 0 for what? 6. 0-6. Six. 0-6 and, and, and beat Apollo in the first
0: round. Right. And Apollo was 22-4. 24-4 or something. Yeah. And they're going home. So the bottom line is good news for Apollo is you can stink it up as much as you want for as long as you want you better be ready come first round just district. get it figured out don't go home again for three years in a row Eli Wright's not even sniffing a regional and Owensboro fans ain't never gonna let me forget that one so uh, don't marks cheesing yeah hey, cheesing it's true it's a true story it is what it is you got to get uh, out of the man, district a man that doesn't
2: go with the family <laughs> we don't have a place at the table for him no, that's not, that was my extremely bad Don Corleone. <laughs> that was
0: pretty good. I don't know about extremely bad. Um, Apollo's got the pressure on them. They, I pressure, I feel like the pressure's on me. Everybody's looking to me. What's wrong with your <laughs> Apollo Eagles, man? I don't know. Let's figure it out. We got a lot of talent. Let's figure it out. Everybody throws away. I find it. But yeah, let, me, let, me, not, let me tell you a story. Let's stay on course. Let me guy. tell I'm you. A, before there. we get off Apollo, I'll tell you a story. Me and my granddad were at a game. I'll never forget it. Ohio County, Apollo, 2006 I was there. I looked at I looked at my granddad and I said this is the worst Apollo team that I have seen over here in 20 years. This is the worst Apollo team I believe I've watched. Where word that Apollo team. This is this is literally mid-January and I said that. And That Apollo team ended up in the state championship yep. game. So I'm just telling you right now, regular season means nothing in high school Zero. basketball. We love to talk about it though. So let's let's go ahead and get to our
1: Apollo Creed midseason champion of the year. Brought to you by Cobert Painting Call 270-929-1044. This time you all will see the real Apollo Creed. The whole world's gonna see the real Apollo Creed. Lightning fast and hard to catch. No playing, no jiving, just business.
0: And that's gotta be Eli Wright. Twenty-two point seven boards a game, he's statewide recognition. We got when you got Roy Williams coming to watch you, Bruce Pearl, guys like that coming in. Uh, obviously, you're gonna you're gonna
1: February 10th is when the North Carolina Tar Heels will be there to watch Eli. That's right. Probably. How about that?
0: How about that? So we got to move it on now to the uh, other side. Uh, Catholic and Owensboro played Friday night as well. Hats off Neil Hayden. I mean, I, I, he's up against it from the word go this year. Still got his team battling. I thought they fought Owensboro tooth and nail. You're texting me the score. I mean, they're tied up late in this game and. uh it is what it is. At the end of the day, OHS uh, talent wins out, I think, and, and gets the W. And uh, Catholic's still battling. They don't have their leader, their point guard, uh, Cameron O'Brien, who, breaking news, will be back, I think, this Friday night. He's, he's passed. I hope everything's good to go. d and keep an eye on him going forward. And But that's going to be a big lift for, for Owensboro Catholic. Uh, you know, they're 7-10, and 10, but like I say, well, the same thing goes for Apollo, it goes for Catholic. You know, just keep building towards the postseason for Owensboro Catholic. And, on the Owensboro side, come, come out with a little more energy sometimes.
2: Zone, man. zone. It, I, we talked about zone with Apollo. Zone with Owensboro has just made them lazy. Um, they, there's no energy there. There's, there's no effort. Owensboro gets down, I believe, by like 10 points or something like that. Um, in the second quarter, they throw on the man-to-man defense, start playing some pressure, and – Honestly, Catholic kind of wilted like a tent when they when they did that, and then they you know Owensboro I think tied it up at halftime or something like that, um, and then it, it, it stayed tied, and then they threw a little bit of pressure on it in the fourth quarter, got a comfortable lead. They only won by three, but that was Zuber made a couple un, <laughs> ungodly three pointers from like the KWC logo in the Sports Center just floor. What he does um, that made the final score look a lot closer than what it really was. But you know, as an Owensboro guy, it's disappointing to see them just. Play with no energy. I mean, Moro brings it. I will say that. I mean, more. I don't think there's been a night that I've watched him play that Moro hasn't just kind of went, you know, just impressed me. I, I feel like if KWC doesn't stag him, that's something.
0: I just, I don't know. The kid can freaking shoot he, the ball. He could, I almost be, dropped he could be. He could be. He could just. I'm I mean, right I now, watched Owensboro like the last three weeks. I think the kid might have. If the kid shot thirty threes, he might have missed three of them. Let me to tell you who he is. He's a more athletic Gino Bartalone. <laughs> that's pretty solid. I mean, seriously, that's he, a hell of a compliment for a kid. <laughs> Gino Bartalone played for KDBC for eight years, I think, and shot three very well.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think I think Morrow could be that Stone Cold Killer for Wesley, and he you is know, a killer. Uh, and then also he can drive to the basket. I mean, Morrow gets to the hole so easy. Sometimes it's just like, how do you, I mean? I, I think if you're an opposing coach when he gets the ball, you're just like, uh. Hopefully you know. he doesn't like to hit people with bottles like Gino barlone <laughs> did at the Butler Room Bar. <laughs> yeah, Gino had his issues, that's for sure. Yeah,
0: but but no, I got to talk to the, to tomorrow and his dad at, at over in uh, Muhlenberg uh, last Saturday, and I, the kid is this is a good kid. I mean, he, yeah. his dad's an aw- awesome guy and everything, and it it just, I mean, we talked a lot about. This off the air, like, where's with you know, AAU so big and whatnot these days? And we're like, what, what is Moro doing during the summer? Like, why isn't he working on his game? What <clears throat> he must have been working somewhere, yeah, because he's.
1: You talk Shooting about threes all summer. You talk
0: about Stuart Curry being most improved. I don't know if you could say improved because Morrow had one hell of a tournament last year, all the way through third region, ninth district. He, but, they don't win that third region tournament without Morrow. Yeah, That's he was true. their MVP yeah. that run. Yeah, so it's hard to call him most improved, but he has taken that momentum. Forget AAU and summer ball, and he just rolled right into this season. And I mean, you know, they obviously in and Miller are the stars of the show, but you're not gonna get a better compliment than Moro and there's several games that I can point out they would not have won this oh, year. No, yeah. They wouldn't have beat Apollo no, without no. Moro. Um uh, you know, it's nice to have a kid where you got these two Bowling green for sure. They won't
2: even the way they played in the El Dorado. I mean, he was big in the El Dorado tournament. I mean, yeah, just was,
0: silencing 4,000 people with this stone cold shooting, you yeah. know, let me tell you, uh, t- too, this kid's got a fan base. Cause we, uh, me and Ward are on the, on the Facebook thing. There's, we got some pretty good discussions on our Facebook, by the way, it's, it's I saw like that. a mini Kentucky preps thing going yeah. on over on the Facebook page. And, uh, uh we put out our top five. We're, we're talking about how uh, our starting five, our starting five uh, for the for the ninth district could be ranked nationally, and we're talking about how how much talent there is in the ninth district. And I threw Stuart Curry on there. I threw what was it, Marshall Griffith, Eli, Stuart Curry, Holman, and Miller, and we got blambla- lamb blasted by the Moro fans. Like, where's Moro? Must,
1: must also say that our uh, Facebook following is eighty five percent Owensboro <laughs> fans too. So and they're so that fantastic, might be why.
0: by the way. They. Fan. And I love it. I love every minute of the debate, you know. And they're like, you know, How are you gonna leave Moral off? He's averaging twenty a game. Like, yeah, I think Stuart Curry is too. But you know, I get your point. It just
2: de- it just depends if you wanted to go big or small,
0: right? I mean, that's, that's what it that's boils down it to. That's all it
1: is. And it's, you know, but and the one guy that I thought had the biggest gripe not being on that was Ed Carter. Yeah.
0: War, War's arguing for Ed, so he's uh, really
1: improved his game a lot. Yeah. his little
2: short range jumpers, little Carrying six in that eight. team. His six to eight foot jumper is on point.
0: I can't wait till they get uh, Cam back, and if Cam's a hundred percent, we all pray, hope, and pray that yeah. he is. And if he is, look out, folks, because the district's about to get you. Because we've watched basketball in the ninth district up to this point, very high quality. Now you're adding Trace Young and Cam O'Brien to the mix, two of the top ten players in the in, in, the, in the in the whole region.
2: Hopefully, uh, Jacoby will be fine. He's been setting out for Owensboro. He hasn't played the last few games, and of course, Arius has been gone for the Kentucky All Star football game so you know
0: (laughs) they just been getting by they're only 14 and 2 yeah we talk about how i you know i I talked a little bit of trash about them on bluegrass preps about how uh they're disappointing to me because i wanted to see them i want to see this i really had expectations that we could have a number one team in the state in our district i really did i want western kentucky to rep i'm sick to death talking about onsboro as much as as much as i could possibly be sick to my stomach about it but Hey, I, I'm a respect kind of guy. You, you earn respect, and God, they've earned 100% of my respect. They have the talent to be the best team in the state. you got Miller and Holman in the post. There's not a team in the state that's matching that, period. I've seen it. There's not a team that's matching them two in the state, and you got Sanford and Morrow that can just shoot the lights out. Pendleton's coming on off the bench.
1: Deontay Douglas going to be tough to handle by tournament time. And, and, I, and then you throw
0: Jacoby. Two point guards.
1: Jacoby,
2: Two and point then, guards. And then Arius is a great defender. I mean, he don't give you the scoring that Jacoby does,
0: but, man, his defense is awesome. And that's that's a lot of different elements for a basketball team. Airball's a great defender with a broken arm. Yeah. yeah. We've seen that. I that's think pick right. six or pick – you know, with, Dude, the, with uh, the one speaking of that, uh, he locked
2: down them Tennessee wide receivers. They they we can't even get. To they that. try. They tried to throw. We beat
0: Tennessee again.
2: That Kentucky beat Tennessee again. The third in the time K- in a row. W- 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 that's kind of bad timing on my part. It wasn't was
0: it? now we get off. <laughs> I'm trying to give Owensville <laughs> right, some let, credit. Let, let's stay. Let's, we'll, we'll get to that. Cha- we'll get to that after this. But uh, what I wanted, what I was trying to get to, is I, I thought you know I've been saying that Owensville's been disappointing. They're like 13th in the state in win margin. Yeah. 16 points a game they're
2: beating teams by on average. And they should be winning some of these games by a lot more. Yeah, well, uh, again, 15, I, 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 point, I mean, at that point, I point to the A ca- point to the Catholic game is the perfect example. Uh, but I don't know if it's a thing where Coach Drake is, is trying to just, you know, just play the game straight
1: up, not show a lot unless he has to. I think that's what it is. We keep saying how crazy this district tournament's going to be. All these coaches are playing really vanilla, in my opinion. I think so. I think
2: they're keeping a lot of things close to the vest because, I mean – at the end of the day, who, whoever you play is going to be good. All right, so all four teams can beat you on a given night. So whether you're playing Catholic or you're playing Davis County, playing Apollo, you got to come to play that first game. So I think a, lot, a shame, lot of lot of just kind of
0: shame, really. It's just, well, we said it all it's going to be awesome, but
1: we said it all year. Any team from the district could lose the first round district game, win the district, win region. They could compete any of the state. four could do with that. I think you could take the the four from the ninth district.
2: And if you let him on the regional, that would be your final four of the regional.
1: Yeah. yeah. Depending it. on the matchup. Well,
0: I can never Huenberg, bet. I, maybe. I, never been against Tony Hopper well, in, maybe. in the regional tournament. I mean. but, but, yeah. I mean. Well, when he's got a cheeseburger, <laughs> yeah. he gives you the <laughs> smile. depends and, on the look In the, the his media face. room.
1: Uh, you but, know it's on. And he's got a nasty point guard named Slim Shady. <laughs> that kid almost brought him back in about five minutes against Eulenberg last year. <laughs>
0: he's starting to come on. He started yeah. the season a little slow, yeah. but he's starting to ball. And they're finding their way. We're, 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 we're all over the all place. All over the place. we got to keep it on OHS. I'm ADD. It's my fault. I, th- I told you I said Miller looks just – he doesn't look as dominant. Well, he's only averaging 20 points a game and eight boards. Is that what – really? 20 points Isn't a game. Is he really averaging 20 and eight? eight
1: boards a game. Uh, we call Marshall Griffin Mr. Underrated, but – Justin Miller, man, he just gets overlooked because of Eric Holman's his size and the attributes he's got for the next level. But, man, Justin is just the most dominant. All he does, he's just the most dominant player in the region. He just goes there, brings his, his, his lunch, brings it with him, goes there, puts in work. I mean, him and Caleb Coons, like we said earlier in the season, the heavyweight slugfest. Duke just goes out there, puts in work, gives you 20 points, 10 boards, double-double, does his work, stays quiet, and just keeps doing it.
0: It's because I don't know if they're not going to him as much or what it is. I just haven't seen him like take over games like i've seen him do in the past it's probably because he doesn't have to i mean he got more average in 15 he did hit the game winner against apollo he did yeah thank yeah. you for that yeah he sure did i, I mean he made a heck of a move too on the on the block i, I really wasn't trying to rub saw that he did make a good move yeah. to get yeah. open there late yeah. after they bungled a few opportunities then he takes advantage of the last one which is the one that counts and puts it in so. he
1: also had the uh, rebound and a uh, clear out pass completely down the court that gave Owensboro the lead in that game. Yeah, I feel like the poor Dennis g- Rodman style. He, the poor guy Justin Miller, he gets the most chintziest fouls called against him. Yeah. I hate it for him, man. Every picture I have of Owensboro this year, he's so scared to defend anybody. He's got his arms straight up in the air. Me and uh, <laughs> Coach Q was actually laughing about that, saying that was uh, the only defense they let him play. <laughs>
0: he, can't, I mean, he can't. It He really can't breathe. Is. He can't breathe on anybody no. around here. They get him. He's got like the Yao Ming like Shack thing where he's he's so dominant, like he's so big. Not that Yao Ming was dominant. <laughs> wait, a yeah, wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute. But, what? but when Yao Ming was like seven foot nine, and he get, he you know he got every foul called against him at any kind of contact. That's kind of how I feel about Miller. Is it? They look at him and they're like, well, he can dominate. We're going to have to blow that whistle on him every single time. That's kind of the treatment that he's getting. And then we haven't even talked about Eric Holman for the, for the Red Devils. I mean, 16 points, 11 boards a game. I don't know how many blocks because they don't stat that, but I'm going to go ahead and say about eight
1: a game. He's had, what, four or five triple doubles this yeah. year?
0: He had a triple double versus Sal Spencer over the weekend. Yeah,
1: actually – uh Wednesday, he was nominated for the McDonald's All American Game as well. I mean, it really gets no bigger than that. It's the game that LeBron and Kobe and all those guys played in.
0: Can you play in the McDonald's All American Game twice? That that could happen. Uh, I don't know. Think about that. Think about that for a minute. Because if he he be if he was to make the team this year, he's going to prep school next year, and he'd be not McDonald's All American game. I don't think you can double dip on the (laughs) Mickey D's game. Two-time uh, McDonald's All-American,
1: I mean, Eric
2: Holmes. Just to get nominated is a pretty, you know, awesome oh, yeah. accomplishment. Only, only four from Kentucky got nominated. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I don't know if he'll. You know, I highly doubt he'll actually make the game itself. But just to be at this point in the game is pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. I mean,
0: yeah. No, he's he's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> it's so fun to watch him. I cheer for OHA. I th- say I'm sick to death of talking about. Him. We went to the Bowling Green. Yeah, I'm cheering for him like I'm a Devils fan.
2: Well, we all yeah. hate the purples. We, oh yeah, we can we can all we, att- we're, talk- agree to me and we're
0: talking about that <laughs> they beat Davis County. They beat Apollo. Somebody can't they can't let them sweep you know the ninth district as much as we talk. Uh, we owed we, them, it we, we them for the football game. We had them beat in football. Yeah, yeah and then uh, it was just so fun to watch him in that game though because Bow- Bowling Green kept thinking they could shoot on on him like and it, before they even shoot, I'd, I'd yell out, "Nope." Nope. <laughs> like, the dude would be driving the lane, you see Holman defending him, and he, like, two seconds before the dude even shoots the ball, I'm like, nope.
1: You got to give him an A forever. They tried. Don't. <laughs> Every what time do I have? seen Bowling Green try to take a shot on Eric Holman, I was just thinking, <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what was going to happen. He
0: had 14 blocks in the game. Yeah. It's it, so awesome because he lulls the kids to sleep. He'll he'll keep his hands down by his side and run with them, and they're like, oh, I'm going to get one. Quick shot. I'm going to, you know, quick layup. Blocked. You know, it's just like the quickest hands I've ever seen. Best shot blocker I've ever seen on a high school level.
2: The the thing that's making Owensboro go, though, it, is, is the team contribution. They have such a balanced attack. You know, I've seen, you know, Sanford, he's a perfect example. He don't score. I don't think he scored against Catholic. And I think he comes back against South Spencer and has, like, 16. Some games you don't so, need to score. I, yeah. I, you know, they just they, they have so many weapons, and they get contributions from so many different type of players. I mean, I, I think there was a game earlier this year that Deontay even came in and had, like, 14. You know, yeah. Jacoby scored like
0: 18 That's what game. sets Owensboro I mean, by far apart than anybody that's, around here. That's you know, it. I know Davis County's dangerous, and Apollo can beat them on any given they, night. And that's all it takes is one night. They but, can be beat.
2: Owensboro oh, can, can let, be beat. Let's Let's make that be known right now. They, they can be beat in the first round of district. But
0: talent-wise.
1: Barring a, an incredible steal by Eric Coleman and uh, that layup that you're talking about by Justin Miller, they got beat by Apollo. So, yeah. I mean, you can obviously be beaten. Yeah. By 9th yeah, no, District team
0: Now Apollo's added Trace Young to the mix, so that changes things a little bit, too. Significantly. However, <laughs> I embrace it. Bring on Vader. i to get my pink Vader mask out and wear it to the Apollo. <laughs> but no, i that mask
1: that you wore during
0: the egging? Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> oh, the one right in the back of the neck. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, we relived that a couple of weeks back. I, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Owensboro is a team, though, a different, if Apollo and D.C. could go, Muhlenberg could somehow find a way and they could go, Owensboro's the only team that can go and win it. And that's my belief. Oh, yeah,
2: it. you're exactly right. Owensboro's the only team in the third region that has a legitimate chance to win state. Now, Owensboro's schedule is such that the last five games is going to tell us a great deal about can they really oh actually win. Because if if Owensboro goes ridiculous. and, they, and they, let's say they beat Trinity and beat Henderson, <laughs> beat Bowling Green... <laughs> You know, beat Apollo, beat Hopkinsville. Let's say they let's let's say I do not think this is gonna happen, by the way. It won't happen. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you it's not gonna happen. But if they went five and and0 in the last five games, wow. If they go <laughs> I might be I'm you know here's what happens I might, I might get a little excited. Here's what
0: happens. They go they go five and and0 and they get upset by Catholic in the first round. <laughs> because that's how the ninth district rolls. I will drink myself into <laughs> a stupor if that happens. <laughs> no, their last five games are absurd. Yeah. I mean But I like
2: that. It gets them ready for yeah. district. No, I they're, loved. They're, there's,
0: there. there's not going
2: to be. I don't. I know it's going to be hype and everything, but listen. Let, let's be honest here. Those five teams
0: going into district, they, you can't get any more prepared for no, district than that. Not at all. Not at all. And uh, we look forward to. Well, 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 who are the five teams? You the, think the, the five teams.
2: It leads off with Apollo, I believe, and, and then goes Trinity? into uh, Trinity, uh, H- Hopkinsville, Henderson, or Bowling Green, Hopkinsville. Bowling Green, yeah, and that's right. That's right. That's
0: that's legit. That's murderous road that's right, right there. That's right. And that's that's a heck of a way to finish the season. Uh, let's go ahead and get to our OHS Hellboy of the midseason.
1: Brought to you by Wendell's Canine Cafe and Spa, 727 Leachfield Road. Call 270-316-5324. I'm fireproof. You're not.
0: I'm going Eric Holman. Anybody have any disagreements with that? I'm going Darian Morrow. you going Morrow? I'm going Justin Miller. Hey, that's great. <laughs> I love it. Uh... I just had to go. I have, the reason why I'm going home is because he alters the game on he does, the defensive yeah. end. Uh, he, this kid might only average 16 points, but I can't even begin to imagine the amount of points that he takes off the board for the other team. So to me, you got to put those in his scoring column as well because those are points for him in my book. Uh, if you throw those in the mix, you're talking about 30 a game. That's about he 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 scores sixteen and aver, and averages about altering about sixteen from the other team about thirty two a game in my book so that's pretty that's fair that's pretty legit I mean and you got Morrow who's an unbelievable three point shooter but he's also aided to be wide open a lot of the times because they're down low on those two guys now he does hit every wide open three I that he swear the kid, the kid shoots better when he's got a hand in his face yeah. I don't know it's 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 crazy. <laughs> Bottom line is they have an embarrassment of talent at Owensboro right now, and uh, we'll see how it plays out going forward. We like, we can't leave out Owensboro Catholic. They have had a rough start to the season, seven and ten, coming off of a bad loss to Hancock. You know they played they played uh, Owensboro good on Friday. They Monday they get beat by Hancock. They did beat Whitesville Trinity in the fish fry on Tuesday, which we were going to go to. Uh, but uh, we kind of got a... T- Whitesville
1: Trinity app was wrong. Oh, yeah. Come so on, I, man. I hate to
0: call them out like that. I, I wasn't even going to say it, man. I'll, <laughs> I'll let you <laughs> say it. Like, I'm texting Warren. I'm like, let's go to the fish fry, and, if, you know, and then we'll go to Davis County at halftime, watch Breck and Davis County, and then they come to find out, man, that we, the, the app says their next game's Friday, so we canceled the, the trip, and then they ended up playing. So that's why we missed the fish fry. I'm a little bit upset about it, but uh catholic did bounce back there they're seven and ten they've been missing in my opinion i know y'all think ed carter i think uh you know anytime you lose your point guard like cam i think that's the cog that makes the the team go they've struggled to find uh, uh somebody to step into that role um zuber is hot one night one night he's not you notice his scoring will go to like 23 a game then in one night he might score four like you know obviously different shooting nights but Hey, you throw Cam in the mix, I still think this is a team that could be dangerous, especially if something crazy was to happen. In the, I don't know if they match up well with Owensboro. I agree with what you say. I don't think they match up well with Owensboro, but you, know, you throw them in there versus an Apollo in the first round or something even crazier. I mean, it could, it could come down to Apollo and Owensboro in the first round, and then they get Davis County, depending on what Davis how Davis County plays out the Dis- season. District seating is far from decided.
2: Yeah. So um, we got to keep that in mind. And Catholic, man, you know they're 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 dangerous and I feel like Hayden's doing a great job. Um, I, I think I think they got hit by the effort monster against Hancock County and I'm not I don't want to take anything away from Hancock County, but you know I've watched Catholic play um, against Apollo and I watched them play against Owensboro. I feel like they play with a lot of energy, uh, a lot of you know they're kind of with it. And then you you, you can't tell me that they play with that same kind of intensity no. when they played Hancock County. <laughs> that was just your
1: classic letdown game. They yeah, just went toe to toe with Owensboro, thought they were going to win it. They had a chance to win the game, beat a top team in the state, beating Owensboro, and then you go there and you think you're going to mop Hancock County by 30, and you don't show up. And that, and that kind of <laughs> gets to you know Owensboro gave them some fools gold there because you know by by not
2: bringing the energy and allowing that game to be close, really you kind of almost do a disservice to Catholic on the, in a, in a sense too because you know, you're not really giving your best effort and you're not pushing. I mean, I know they still win the game and don't want to take away, but I feel like that, you know, when the Catholic goes and plays a Butler County or plays a Hancock County and they just came off a close game with Owensboro, it's a little bit of fool's go because... You know, and
0: Hancock County's looking at that game because they hate Catholic. They hate Catholic. Hancock hates Catholic, and they're and coming in. They're coming and
2: in thinking, well, we're going to beat this team because they just played Owensboro. Yeah, so we're going to
0: show everybody where we
2: belong. Yeah, we're going to show that we can play with nine district <laughs> teams too. So
0: yeah, and Hancock's not having a terrible year. Our guy Ty Ogle over there is having a really good year, and they they Bivens kid inside killed Catholic, and that's hard to believe with, with Carter. But I think he rolled off like eight straight points when Catholic was starting to pull away. <clears throat> so. You know, hats off to, to Hancock County on the win. Uh, Catholic is just you know the right now they're just me- meddling through, finding their way. And like I say, the regular season is just a kind of a dress rehearsal for the postseason. We'll see how they can do in, in the postseason. Let's get to our Owensboro Catholic gambits, ace of the midseason.
1: Brought to you by Saint Maximilian Kobe Booking Gift Call Two Seven Zero Six Eight Nine Ninety Four Eighty Five. It's going to be Ed Carter,
0: 18 points, 11 boards per game, uh, really standing out. Block uh, doctor. The block doctor he is, and uh, he's back to form uh, for Catholic. Can't wait to see what they do when they get their point guard back. So uh, that about wrap-up ninth District midseason. I think as it stands right now, it's pretty obvious the order of the teams that, as they go. They pretty much fall in line with their records uh, thus far. Uh, Catholic will have a chance to – Maybe dispute that a little bit Friday night when they play Apollo head to head again for the second time, and if Cam's back on the floor, it may be different. If they had Cam the first time, might have been trouble for Apollo, so uh, they would have won. Yeah, I think I think you might be correct. Uh, so uh, we'll see how that goes going forward. Uh, you brought up the the, the football game. We uh, we can just talk about it a little bit uh kentucky all-stars did beat tennessee all-stars areas for Phillips. i believe for the fourth year
2: in a row fourth year in a row uh, last year coach joe prince coached the kentucky all-stars uh to the big win over tennessee and they play this game um every year now at the university of the cumberlands i believe uh <laughs> their football stadium down there is it campbellsville or cumberlands it's cumberland I think it's cumberland cumberlands. Yeah, yeah it is cumberland right. uh the game is actually broadcast on uh, espn3 had a uh, philip fulmer uh in the uh in the uh, uh, commentators box, and uh, you can actually go to YouTube and just type in Kentucky Tennessee uh, All Star Football Game, and, it, and you can watch the whole thing right there on YouTube. So it's pretty cool to see Arius out there. Yeah, um, I didn't notice Nick Locker. I know he was on the roster, but I didn't see him. Supposed in the, to
0: be punning in the game. I yeah, think. they
2: had some other kid punting. I don't know if he got hurt or, or what the deal was. I didn't. I didn't notice Nick Locker on the field. Uh, but Arius, man, he got out there on defense, and you know he's he's a small guy, but Tennessee would try to run a run a deep route. And the, you could see that the the quarterback would look, and that was his first option. Aries locked him down. That's, they did. They didn't even throw. 100%. They didn't even
0: throw his way. I mean, that just shows you right there. And kid can play. You mentioned the Beasley kid. We want. I just wanted to highlight that because yeah. how how well he did versus Owensboro and everybody. You know, North Odom and and whatnot. And I saw Prince tweeted out. He's the best player on the field on Tennessee or Kentucky. So, I mean, that tells you a lot about the what Owensboro is up against versus North Odom.
2: I told everybody, you know, even, you know, especially Ward. Ward got the um, the infamous, uh, <laughs> oh, my God, oh, my God, at North Odom. But, I, you know, after the game, we were coming back to Owensboro, and I said, my God, I said, you know, Arian Beasley is the best football player I've seen all year. And, I, you know, we were fortunate enough to see some pretty good – I mean, we saw the Carruthers kid from Bowling Green, uh, Madisonville, Avant oh, was it, the White- Jerron White? Jerron White. Yeah, Jerron White uh brian bowman for madisonville was nice i mean we've, we've seen shamari morton we've seen some good football players this year bo hodge yeah. for uh fort thomas highlands we've, we've seen some good ones uh he wasn't even the best quarterback i've seen that day <laughs> no. the, uh, the uh the kobe carter kid for henderson that, that's a that's uh receiving the ball goes but arian beasley by far and away was the best player i've seen all year and then that was validated in the all-star game you know we go out there you know i watch the game and he's out there working tennessee you know, working these guys over from Memphis Central and working these guys over from Chattanooga and Knoxville and Nashville—it's like
1: this kid's legit. Yeah, another one is legit. I mean, you can't you can't say enough how important Aries Phillips was. I mean, you look at the games that he didn't play for them—they didn't look like they should be on the field with Henderson. And then they get that kid back and they make a state title run, almost win it.
2: Oh, there's there, there's there's no doubt about it. And Aries Phillips showed me he belonged on that field. And it's a shame the kid's not one or 6'2 or, my goodness, he'd be yeah. recruited all over the place. He's going to be a victim of his own size as far as the, the level of college play. But some some small college needs to snag him up and, and, and pay for his school because that kid – he he was he he
1: belonged out on that field against the Tennessee All Stars. I'll take Arius Phillips over Bradley Fletcher of the Philadelphia Eagles right now. I don't care if he's five eight or not. He can cover way better than that guy can.
0: I hear it every Sunday,
2: believe it. And and another kid that stood, uh stood out, had a pretty good game was Tyler Odessa from from Mead County. Oh yeah. Played linebacker, did a good job, came up, made some nice tackles. Looks the part. I mean, the kid's about five eleven, six foot, about two hundred it's a solid build, you know. It's it's solid, a
0: prototypical Me county. Prototypical
2: Me county. No, he might be about six one. I can't really remember now, but I know he came up and made some good tackles, some good form, textbook tackles. You know, shooting the hips and driving through. Look good to me, man. Looks like they kick and
0: play some college ball. crazy to me that uh, Kentucky's dominating this route. We can't win a basketball. This, Kentucky's a basketball state. We can't win a basketball all-star game for the past fifteen years. In, in, a, in football,
2: we're beating Tennessee. In all fairness, the high-level prospects aren't playing in this yeah. game. Uh, so but I but that's both sides. Yeah, I mean Damian Harris is not playing. You know, oh Col- yeah, that makes you a know, big difference. A guy like Colin Reynolds Mason. I don't even know if Mason Wolf played for Henderson. I'm not even sure he played in this game. Uh, so there's some there's some higher level prospects that, that are that are not playing. But on the Tennessee side, it is too. So to me, that e- that evens itself it up. Out. And and look, look listen, what Tennessee's what twice the. Pop- population of kentucky yep. from a from a state i mean kentucky's right at what 3.5 uh, million in tennessee's is probably right around five I mean, that's a big difference big difference that's yeah. a reason a lot we, more to pull from exactly sure. and that's why we can't beat indiana at the all-star game in basketball because like they
0: literally like almost triple our state population makes sense uh let's go ahead and get it well Congratulations to Kentucky, first of all. Anytime yeah. you can beat Tennessee or Indiana, let's go ahead and get that.
2: It was it was it was bumming Philip, Philip Fulmer out up there a little bit though. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, old Volunteers head coach. Uh, who they he
2: tried to say Beasley pushed off on one of his touchdown
1: reception there, and they were like, "No, nah. oh, oh like,
0: yeah, he's being a homer he for was being, Tennessee, a huh?" Homer, yeah. he
1: hit that circle button that Clark was warning you about. <laughs> what he did, <laughs> yeah, Man. that's
0: right. Should, Philip should have called Clark for the scouting report on Beasley. I would have gave him so it, he had it. I had it in on, my I think. <laughs> I think. Let's shift gears now. Back to basketball. We'll do girls basketball before we take a break. I don't want to forget about the ladies. Uh, we saw some girls basketball this year. A lot of good girls basketball going on. I'm going to go ahead and do the top five for girls basketball so we can highlight some of these kids. Before we get into that, uh, two girls I want to highlight. Janaya Hall for Apollo. They've had some injuries there. They started off the season very well. I'm disappointed for Coach Johnson because they started off the season so well and two of their starters go down. Braylon Rhodes, they really, really, really miss her. Only won a couple games without her. But uh, Jenea Hall is averaging 20 points a game, 11 boards uh, in the running for third-region player of the year. And then L- Lily Grimes from Breckenridge County is averaging 19 a game, about seven or eight boards a game. So two of the top performers not going to be in the top five.
1: Janaea was one I was thinking might have been on the uh, nominees for the McDonald's All-American game for the ladies.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would have been nice. Or, you know, Morgan Turner even. But,
1: uh you
0: know, Janae is having a fantastic senior year. I just hope they can get some of their players healthy. I think uh, Braylon's injury is pretty bad. She's in a walking boot, so I don't know if they'll get her back at all. So that'd be trouble for the for the Eagles. But uh, getting into the top five real quick: uh, Muhlenberg County sets at 10-7. and seven. I've got them uh, ranked number five. They kind of had a battle for number five with uh, McLean County, who's like 12-4. and four. Better record for McLean County. Muhlenberg's play a little tougher schedule, but Bailey Harney's a freshman over there. She's averaging 15 a game. And so we've got four more years, three more years of Bailey Harney, and she's already at 15 points per game. So that's pretty pretty doggone impressive. I'll bump it up to number four now to the Lady Green Wave, our Green Wave, we represent on the program at eight and five, uh, kind of meddling through the regular season a little bit. I kind of expect a little better from now. I know they lost Rayleigh, but
1: uh, Morgan's – And a- Coach, Hurt. In the
0: AI, Coach Hurt. Yeah, Coach Hurt, yeah.
1: That's a big loss too. But uh, Morgan becoming the first ever – Green Wave player to score two thousand points and one thousand rebounds in her career. Morgan Turner, give her a shout out. That's
0: right, beast mode at seventeen points a game. Uh, we always find it hard to uh, compliment the ladies with uh, these beast
1: mode or uh, you know, she's a beast. Comments. No, no one quite struggled like Hardesty did that one <laughs> no week. One, no, Man. yeah,
0: I could never get, I can never quite go that wrong with it. So uh, uh, Morgan Turner sets at seventeen points a game. Also, another contender for third region player of the year in my book. Uh, and mean, another should have been nominee for McDonald's All-American yeah I think she definitely should have got a nod for nomination but uh, we'll move it up to Davis County now uh, they're 12-4 and four on the season you could probably have them higher on this list very balanced scoring attack uh, from the Lady Panthers there uh, Natalie Powers uh, Natalie she's always Natalie Powers to me uh, but uh, Pink Panther nice that's right Saul Wechter is at 13 a game Walden also at 13 a game Emma Johnson's right there too what makes Davis County so tough is they're so good across the board. And Natalie Powers is a heck of a coach. Uh, she is. I mean, she's terrific. Well, uh, can I can I say that it doesn't hurt to have Willis McClure as your... You talked about... Willis uh, is her assistant? Willis McClure is on the bench. No way. Yes. The guy only hung like eight banners in Eagle Arena. Well, we got to keep them away from Apollo's
2: girls. Orlando needs to coach there for a long time. <laughs> He's talking about... Willis. I, i'm just saying
0: that's a heck of a staff you yes, know what i mean absolutely i think jason's on the staff too if i'm not mistaken and he coached Apollo's drills girls for a little while too so uh, they had they had a solid solid staff yeah, there no, no willis,
2: doubt. willis mcclure what, what about the it's a weird that's an eagle connection yeah davis county that traders over there ooh, how that? does
0: that make you feel uh, well you know don't well, lie welcome to owensboro that's yeah. right it is what you got you got to coach where the jobs are open yeah so more power to Natalie. She's doing a fantastic job.
1: They've also got a great support staff for that system over there. We get uh, updates from them over on the Homers 1027 Twitter feed more than any other school around. So we appreciate that for sure.
0: Coach Hume does a fantastic job of keeping us updated on the Lady Panthers. So that's I think that's pretty cool. I mean, he he's always tweeting us updates, tagging us in, and we love that. It makes our job a lot easier than having to go search for the scores right there so uh, panthers that's sitting at 12 and 4 this is a team that could can make some noise come tournament time i've got them sitting at number three Uh, we'll bump it up now to number two maybe some controversy here i've got catholic at two they started off the season really rough Uh, they've recovered nicely Uh, they're sitting at 10 and 6 right now Um, our girl michaela berry who we had on the program uh, last summer i think it was uh sitting at 18
1: points a game and they Getting close to the thousand career points scored for Catholic, as uh, was made aware of this past week.
0: Yeah, so she and she's very uh, young in her career at Owensboro Catholic. She's got a long way to go. So, uh, and then you got Destiny Howard's been out for them too, and she was she was I think she played five games. She was like right at nineteen a game. Yeah,
2: I don't know what what's going on there. Mm -hmm. I don't. I haven't heard anything. So.
0: Yeah, so you know, I don't know, I don't we'll have to see, but some injuries that could be that could be huge going forward for Owensboro Catholic. They get her back. I mean, look out. I mean, this team, even without her, they're probably the team to beat. Really, sure. Technically, yeah. I've got them at two, but hey, they've got to be at two because Grayson's got a better record and they beat them head to head. So to me, Owensboro Catholic sitting at number two. Number one, I just gave it away. Going to be the Grayson County Lady Cougars sitting at twelve and four. Maddie Stewart leading the way with. Uh, 17 a game i think grace white something like 13 a game so they got a lot of good talent on this team grace and county lady cougars we got to see them firsthand in the regional tournament last year very talented bunch and uh, it's going to be a very very wide open third region tournament if you ask me because the, these five teams just only maybe a couple outside there even that they are competitive and uh, look out it's going to be a lot of fun again this year i don't know if uh, me and ben will get to call it i think we're on i the think, the i think the ninth
2: in. district tournament's gonna be fun this year for, for girls basketball. If Apollo could get healthy. You're, you're probably looking at uh what, Apollo and, and, and Davis County in the first round? Probably in Catholic and OHS.
0: Depending on how that Catholic Davis County second matchup goes.
2: Yeah. It, so
0: so if that if that's the
2: matchup again, I I could see Apollo and a Catholic or Apollo and Davis County having another classic matchup. And then Owensboro and Apollo, I, I mean Catholic's kinda done their thing, but this last game, Owensboro was I think only down by one point at halftime, had a bad third quarter. And it got away from them, but but they're starting to get healthy. They're moving in the right direction. I do. I really think that you know they've the right beat direction. Muhlenberg this year. They Have yeah, and uh, they're in they, the top five. So so I mean I think the the thing's going
0: in the right direction. And by the by the season's end, you know, hey, who knows? Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on the on the girls. Uh, I don't like I said. I don't know if me and Ben not get to call it again. I don't know. If we're on the outside looking in as far as calling games. <laughs> I think we've been blackballed. But uh, but uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll call it for another station, and we'll go we'll go from there. Do whatever we got to do. right? <laughs> call it online and just do it for ourselves, just for the yeah. fun of being there. But uh, anyway, we'll take a quick commercial break here. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna have uh, David Clark's top ten. We haven't had one in forever. I think I had to stand in last time. Did a horrible job. So this one will be much better. Top ten. We'll review. Uh, we'll preview the games that are going to take place Friday night kind of going into the weekend, what to look forward to. So stay with us on the Homers Podcast.
1: Break your freaking neck, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go now. We'll be going now. We'll be going now. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away. Whether you're looking to buy or sell a home, it's always a slam dunk with the Vanover team at Greater Owensboro Realty. Contact them at 270-315-0354, where everything they touch turns to sold.
0: This is Stephen A. Turner, voice of the Owensboro Catholic Aces football team. We want to give a big shout-out to our Owensboro Catholic Athletic sponsor, St. Maximilian Colby, Brook and Gift at 111 East 18th Street. Dial 270-689-9485.
1: Wendella's Canine Cafe on 727 Leachfield Road is the place to spoil your four-legged friends. With treats, clothing, cat and dog nail trims, and more. Ask about cat and dog kenneling and obedience classes. Contact Wendella's Canine Cafe at 270-316-5324. Whether you want to paint it black and red, or Apollo Eagle Blue,
0: be sure and contact our sponsor for Apollo High School Athletics, Colbert Painting at 68 Colonial Court. Dial 270-929-1044. Welcome back to the Homers podcast where we've updated on everything that's been going on uh, throughout the midseason. But right now, we've got to bring it back. I think by popular demand, uh, I was going to call it the three-point stance, but I think it's time for a little bit of three-point play.
1: Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. It's a magic number. Three-point stance midseason edition of basketball kicking off. Question number one. Who's the most improved player? Girls or boys?
0: Take it first, go for it.
1: Take it away, take it away, take it away.
0: Now I'm take my answer.
2: Um I think the most improved player in the third region I'm assuming we're going with uh yep. would have to most certainly be um I don't know. <laughs> I'm stuck. <laughs> Uh, um, I got a couple kids on the mind. I think I'm going to go with Ed Carter because I, I know Ed Carter's kind of reemerged. Uh This is kind of more of the sophomore Ed Carter that we saw last year. The junior version of Ed Carter had the knee injury and wasn't as effective. But I think we're seeing the re-evolution, the rebirth of Ed Carter, the the, the short-range jumpers coming along, the block doctor's back. Uh, he's dunking the basketball again. So I'm going to go with most improved from last year. This year has got to be Ed Carter for
0: me. First thought – I've been sitting here racking my brain while I through it to you, going through you right to the Wolves. But uh, Will Hudson uh, from McLean County leading the way for the Cougars. They're doing a really good job battling over there. Uh, he would be in the mix, but my most improved player has got to be Stuart Curry. I mean, the kid uh, uh, battles. I mean, he he uh, just, he's just gotten better. He was good last year, don't get me wrong, but he's winning games for the Panthers this year. Tim Bickle went away, uh, graduated. Transylvania now doing big things up there and uh Stuart Curry has stepped into his role and not necessarily as a center but his role on the team leadership wise and really contributed to the Panthers and he just I mean he every time I watch him play I just walk out of the gym impressed with him Uh, I saw him go to the hole versus Holman a couple times and get just rejected and instead of carrying away from it, like I've seen a lot of the kids do that's played against Holman this year, he toughened up, muscled up, and ended up playing pretty doggone well versus him uh, throughout the course of the game. So, uh, Stuart Curry's my pick for most improved.
1: Yeah, I couldn't argue against either of those answers. Got to give our uh, boy Ty Ogle a shout-out, too, because he's yeah, right. starting to get some Hornet pride going down there. Number two, who's your mid-season coach of the year?
2: <laughs> oh, is it, am I getting thrown to the wolves again? This can be girls this or boys, is easy too. easy for me, so – um, I I think my midseason coach of the year um, would have to probably be uh, the new guy from McLean County. I don't know who. Yeah, his, who is his name? I don't know. <laughs>
0: That's ter- Stevens, I think, is his last. I have no
2: idea what his yeah, name it's is. That's terrible. But, we but, just dropped the ball. Be,
0: well, We've been away from this for, for, I know, for too long, I know. man.
2: Well, that and the fact that oh, it geez. is – wait a minute, wait a minute. It's 12.01 uh, at midnight right now. So it sure is. So, yeah, I'm getting pretty sleepy. But anyway, uh, no, I think it's the, the McLean County coach. Barker – Greg w- Stevens. Greg Stevens. De- you know, a lot of people thought Barker when he left, that the, the, the whole thing was just kind of kind of fall apart. But he's really done a good job. Of course, you got Will Hudson, you know, uh, the uh, – miller kid sam miller kid so i mean there's talent there i think there's talent there but the the job he's done you know with them sitting at seven and seven i think it's a pretty good job so far yeah,
0: absolutely mine's tony hopper i mean i just look at the team the talent he has on the team It's nothing against the kids don't get me wrong but they're not quite as talented as some of the teams they play their schedule has been ridiculous Absolutely flat-out ridiculous. It's been on the level of Apollo and Owensboro. They played not-central, uh, Holmes. Uh, they put, took not-central into overtime. Not-central's ranked third in the state. They took not-central into overtime. He's doing it with um, much less talent than those teams have. And Tony Hopper... Is getting it done. Can I get a mulligan for my pick?
2: Because <laughs> I'm I'm going to claim that I was half asleep yeah, in that pick. Go, go ahead. I'm actually going to change it to Pat Hume. I don't know oh, what I, I don't know what I was thinking. But Davis County sitting at 13 and three with a big win over Henderson, big win over Apollo, um, representing in the OIT the way they did.
0: I, it's got to be Pat Hume. I don't, know, I don't know, what I, a, you know, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I didn't even think Hume either. I wasn't I, thinking. I Again, think that might be the right choice. It's twelve oh one. Well, how about those three as the nominees, and <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll let them play out as the season goes along. Sounds good. Because those guys of all – Neil Hayden's done a really good – I know the record's not showing it, but he's really done – he's been up against it, and I've really been impressed with him. But, yeah, Hume. I think that's the right answer. We both over, just like Hume always. We were overlooking him, but I mean, he's done a fantastic job.
1: Natalie Powers at Davis County is another one. Yeah, Yeah. we
0: just straight just dissed all the girls too. Like I said, I don't
2: I don't watch enough of the girls to be fair. So from my my point of view, she would be uh, be in
0: the mix in there as well. My
2: opinion's worthless when it comes to girls basketball.
0: The good news is it's just midseason. We got like uh, a month and a half to sort it out for real. It's worthless anyway. But
1: that's right. That's (laughs) right. Let's do it. Third and final question: Who's your
2: midseason MVP? third region uh definitely in third region mvp for me i'm gonna well, i'm a homer so i'm gonna go with uh, eric coleman and the reason i'm gonna go with eric coleman is just because of what steve mentioned earlier he changes the game maybe maybe he scores 16 points a game like he said but he changes another 16 and you know the dynamic the inside out you know a 6-9 guy that can shoot the three a 6-9 guy that can pass the ball a 6-9 guy that can block a shot a 6-9 guy that could bring the ball up the court if he has to
0: yeah, I mean, I was going to sit here and agree with you, but this is three-point stance, and I can't. So I'm going to go against you, and I'm going to say Eli Wright's the MVP. Because you take Eli Wright off Apollo, they may not win four games. So, so that's fair. Uh, yeah, And MVP, most valuable to your team. I think without Holman, OHS is still pretty doggone good with Miller and, and Morrow and company. I think they'd, they'd, they wouldn't be as good, but uh, I, think, I think the – Take, taking them away, I think that make much more difference for
1: Apollo. I'm going, Mister Underrated, Davis County, Marsh Griff. Oh, nice.
0: All yeah. right, we'll just represent no. the whole Ninth District. Yeah. It's Holman, though. Let's be honest. Holman's MVP. He's played the best basketball. of
1: Not as not whenever you break it down and say as far as valuable right. to their team, like you said, I think yeah. either the two we named is more valuable because if you take those two off the teams, they're not going to win five games.
2: I can't penalize him for Owensboro's depth, though. No, <laughs> that's right. Because I mean, you know, if, if holman or miller was to get hurt i think Owensboro would still be able to win
0: they'd suffer but
2: it yeah. would no though no, hey, they would suffer yeah but they'd still be able to win i agree
0: i agree i think we're all in agreement uh well not really but we all picked three different guys i think <laughs> i think we're all we all represented well. we're all in agreement that? that we don't agree that's right we're all in agreement give me eli right why not let's do it let's go ahead and moving on now i think it's about that time I tried this once, failed miserably at it. I thought you did good. Glad you're back, and now we can get into David Clark's top ten. You're like my body double. (laughs) Woo! I'm like your Sandow. Steve (laughs) Dow. Yeah, Steve Dow.
2: (laughs) Steven B. I'm over here. Turned down. My name. Turned down for what, yo? Turned down for the top ten for the homers. We're back in action for the new year, kicking it off with the number ten team in the third region going with
0: I, I marked it out I put Breckenridge in there you know what
2: I tampered I, with your top a, 10 and I'm glad that you did because at the number 10 spot I'm going to go with the Breckenridge County fighting Tigers from Harnett, 9 and 6 record and uh leading scorer is a uh, uh, was that Miller that's right Ben
0: Miller 16 points per game that's right he's dropping like it's hot
2: I think that they're a dangerous team uh you know probably doing a little bit better than I thought yeah, they'd, they'd the Fighting
0: just took Davis County in the overtime. So. Yeah. So. And they had an awesome, flat-out awesome retro night the other night where they're wearing the high shorts. They do the that every year. It was Patrick Crichlow gets them
2: out. He puts them on at night. He stands in front of the his wife's nightstand. in the championship and ring on yeah, his Yeah, with finger. his championship ring on his finger. He calls up Adam Mattingly on the phone. It's like 1.30 in the morning. Adam Mattingly looks like, dude, Patrick, is it retro night again?
1: Stop <laughs> calling me at 1.30 in the morning. Until I seen the shoes those kids were wearing in that picture, I thought it was literally a picture from 1976. I did too. <laughs> that one kid that was in the front had the hair like that's what sold it. it.
0: Did it up big, man. That got a major problem. <laughs> they almost have to put them higher on the top ten just for the retro night. It's pretty solid. So I, that's why I marked out Butler County. Pretty, pretty so sorry, Butler County. Hey, I didn't eliminate you from the top ten. You Steve. left that normally I don't get to see your top ten, but you left it land. Stephen Turndow did. I marked it out so. So Steve Sandow marked out your top 10 there. No, it's turned out. That's right. Turn down. Turned, turned down. Turned down for, for what? what? <laughs> turned down for number
2: 9, the Owensboro Catholic Aces with a 7 and 10 record, guys over on Parrish Avenue, probably not doing as well as they wanted to this year, but when you lose a guy like Cam O'Brien, it stands to reason that you're not going to be, you know, they need everybody. They need all the wheels turning. There was a reason
1: he was our gambit ace of the week every week last year. Yeah. yeah.
0: He was Mr. Ace of the Week and he hasn't been playing, so that explains a little bit explains a lot and we'll jump up to the number
2: eight team in the homers top 10 the mclean county cougars for the seven and second seven and seven record excuse me uh will hudson uh, averaging 17 points a game it's a team that kind of the are the great unknown maybe for us you yeah know, we,
0: we haven't got to see them much they're on our schedule though we will get out to see them uh later on in the season but uh like you said coach stevens we didn't it's it's terrible, but uh, Coach Stevens, we, we tried to give him coach of the year. We had to take it away from him because of Hume, but he's doing a fantastic job over there. Uh, the name of the AD always escapes me, but the athletic director at McLean County is on point. I mean, that's all you can say about it. He, they have all the sports heading in the right direction. Better sports programs at McLean County than I've ever seen that school have since I've been alive, so... He's doing a great job, doing a fantastic job, and we'll move up to the number
2: seven team, the Muhlenberg County Mustangs from Cold Country, eight and nine record, a little deceiving with the schedule they played. Uh, no shame in that, and uh, Mister Slim Shady himself, Hunter Knob Singer, averaging fifteen bow, points bow, a game. Bow bow, 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 bow. Dangerous. The team is dangerous. I'm
0: telling you, that that's that's too low. And I know who else is gonna say that is Knopf singer's mom who wanted him higher on the Facebook page, so that's a shout out to Miss singer i would I would love I put him right up there at three I'm I would love the record to, I would
2: love to, but with the eight nine record, I just can't do it now here's here's the beautiful thing season's like not over yet
0: no that's great. so
2: so if we're wrong at number seven and they should be higher they're having, you're we're gonna, wrong i mean you're gonna
0: have plenty geez, of chance I'm never wrong. Ask my wife <laughs> 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 ever. That's me, meet Nose, and Miss Knopf singer, hoping you know maybe the I can get back in there and hear that awesome sound system over there at Muhlenberg County before the ends over and end of the year's over, and uh, they got a party atmosphere over there at Muhlenberg County. I guarantee, I bet a few of the teachers are uh, wishing they'd have saved some of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: Jesus. <laughs> And with Woo. that note, we'll move on to the number six. It just 16. got real. The
0: whole top ten just got legit.
2: It did. Well, I mean, hate hey, <laughs> what it's go all about. Fl- Flotting money around and then fire like a third of your teaching staff. So, anyway, moving on to the number. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they have such a nice performing arts center.
1: Why? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why? What arts are they performing in Muhlenberg? Man, we're
0: trying to give Muhlenberg County some credit, then we end up just raining It's not crap like Johnny Depp's coming
2: time. from Muhlenberg County. No. Well, the Everly Brothers did. They did. That was like I don't know back in the day there anymore, though. though. Like back in the day, though. I don't think it was built yet. I don't think so. Let's get to number six. let look at the number six. Got oh. the Hancock County Hornets, eight and seven guys on the uh, the hill up there in Hancock County. Got a uh, Mister Ty Ogle himself, averaging fourteen points a game. A team that 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 is proven by their win over Owensboro Catholic. It can be dangerous on a given night. You took the name out of the I was going to
1: say, I liked how he edited the name of the hills. (laughs) Hey, if you
2: do not sponsor our show, you get no love. No love from you.
0: None. Zero. I'm the
1: no love Nazi is what I am.
0: My guy, Ty Ogle, averaging 14 a game, though.
2: He's doing it big.
0: Yeah, he is. He is. And, and Hancock's a team
2: that, you know, especially last year when they got put out in the regional, we were upset because the Hornet Nation showed up big time yeah. at the third region tournament. So hopefully those guys can get back there. We can see another outstanding showing from the Hornet Nation again.
1: In our district previews, I just got to say, I was the only one that stayed on the Hornet Pride bandwagon.
0: Yeah, they lose. They lost four seniors. Another good coach that's new over there, Coach Lynham, uh great hire for Hancock County. It really was. They went out and got a, a really decent coach doing a really good job with this team after what they lost last year. So to keep them relevant and not losing a bunch of games, hats off to him. He's doing a great job. That's right. And we'll move up to the number five team in the homers' top ten list, the Apollo Eagles
2: with a 9-8 record. Now this, you know, the addition of Trey
0: Shun. must be like episode seven. Yeah. Because the, the evil empire is obviously fallen on Hard Times at number five. And they... And you they hear that Evil Empire music more towards two.
2: They did. The the Evil Empire fell and they had to call in other evil friends to bring, the evil to bring empire. some help right. to the Evil Empire. They got
0: reinforcements on the they got way. They reinforcements new Sith, on the way. New Sith Lord is coming. Sith Trace Vader.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so... But I mean, you know, Apollo... Uh, Anakin, I, <laughs> I can't... I can't wait to see them play with, with the addition of Trace Young. I... I gotta see it. I, I just gotta see what it looks like. I mean, I... It's it's going to be awesome, or it's not. Yeah, I that, mean, I, that's I know pretty, that's, that's pretty good analysis. It's I, <laughs> it's going to be good, or it's going to be bad. I don't think there's any gray area with this though. Yeah, it could blow I, up I know I know that that's kind of cheesy way generic out, but I think it's going to go one of two ways, and it's going to go really really good, or it's going to go really really bad. Yeah. I'm not I'm not sure there's going to be a
0: middle ground. Well, here's with this. the thing, kids. Do you like? Do you like scoring a lot of points, or do you like getting a lot? Of, forget score. No, I will take that back. You're not scoring a lot of points. Do you like getting a lot of minutes, or do you like winning basketball games? I think this is going to go really good for the. Do you record. have fun losing because nobody. I don't know that anybody's ever had fun losing games. I think Apollo is going to take a big step here. I really do, guys. I, I, you know, I know a lot of it's
2: been said about Trace and whatnot, but I think this is going to make Apollo. Take that. They needed somebody else to carry them when Eli
0: is off or something. They just got it. Yeah, we'll see. Do it. Let's see what you got. Do it. Number gonna, four. You're going to get a shot Friday night at Owensboro Catholic with a reinvigorated camel brine. That's right. Number,
2: number four team in the Homers' top ten, the Meade County Green Wave with an impressive 10-3 and three record led by Mr. Durbin himself with 12 points per game.
0: Yeah. I mean I don't know what I don't know what to make of Mead County. They ain't played nobody. They ain't play, there it is. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. Keep with it you. real. I mean, because uh, you know mm, We you know. I love Mead County. I, I
2: think that they, that they're the typical Mead County, they a lot of grit. Lord or 100. just like their football team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, they did beat Catholic earlier this year. Yeah. so I They mean, beat the that, teams
0: they've been, that have been put in front sure. of Sure.
2: That's all you can ask for. So. That, that's all you can do is beat the teams that's laid out in front of you. So can't wait to see me play, uh, play a little bit higher level of competition to see if that number four ranking will hold up. A team that uh, is ahead of them right now, an impressive 14-4 and record, is the Cougars from
0: Grayson County. I like them. I like them a lot. I just saw them a week ago just get trounced by Apollo. They almost, I mean, came, back. They almost came back. They Eli almost Eli and came back. With Caleb on the bench. Well,
2: okay. I know. Well, they put E they put Eli and them back in in the fourth quarter and they still almost came back though. Yeah, it was
0: already within like 5 at that I point. Know. But yeah. I mean, I saw I saw um, in the broad scope of things. This isn't the team that's going to win the
2: region. But they're fourteen and four, and I had I have to I have to go with what the record is. I really I'm, do. I'm just
1: playing the Skip Bayless role at this point. Yeah, Steve's playing the salty assault Apollo fan rule, and Mister Shellhart
2: can ball, averaging fifteen points a game. So he can.
0: No, he's a good player. And, and Talon Ta- Gary,
2: it's Talon. Talon, I know. Is it Talon? I think it's. I'm Talon. so disappointed that it's Taylor. It makes me want to throw. I out, don't care. It's Talon. It's always gonna be Talon. It's, yeah. gonna,
0: it's the Homer Show. We do it our way. Talon, we apologize, but you Talon now. Yeah, just just take it. I mean, because that sound clip right there is the best thing we got going for the show. Like, like in the God that, forbid we have to lose it. Like in the
2: help that woman said, she goes, "You smart, you' pretty, dude. You' strong, you' brave, and you' talent." <laughs> right. On the homer, just saying. he
0: just comes out of the second half. Let me just point out that Apollo's up like seventeen. He comes out of the locker room, scores eight straight points in a matter of like two minutes. He's like a uh, you know, I'm He's, in Owensboro. He, I got to do it
2: big. He was still an eagle. Ne- eagle eggs—that's what <laughs> talons do. They, <laughs> they whip do. <laughs> into the eagles, <laughs> that's steal their eggs, and hunt them. So anyway, I, don't know if I, I hated
0: on them a little bit, but they got some talent on the team. And my, they're not
2: winning the region. We're we'll not the third best team. I agree, but 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 time <laughs> shall tell. Move it up to number two. The Davis <laughs> County Panthers are 13 and three, and I think that's, uh pretty self-explanatory. I mean, when you when you, when you've got the resume
0: that they got with the wins that they have. Uh, that they belong yeah absolutely this is this is a correct ranking i'll agree with that davis county's number two and they are playing like number two and i i'm looking forward to a davis county Roll matchup i'd like to see that uh now it'll happen it's here pretty uh, soon you know davis county did not hit shots versus Owensboro the first time they played that's a big factor obviously and in the other night's games. and Some of that's the defense, obviously, from Owensboro. But I've got to see how they match up now that things are a little different. I don't think it's any surprise. The,
2: I'll just say the number one team, Owensboro, 14-2. and two. But going back to that Davis County-Owensboro matchup is, no, just let it rock, man. Play it out. <laughs> let it go. Whoa, whoa. I'm all about yeah. some Van Halen all the time. Yeah, But I think, you know, I've, I've said a lot this year that I don't feel like Owensboro's played well, you know, in most games. I honestly feel like that game against davis county owensboro played well but that but game
0: i struck fear into my heart I'm well just gonna tell you owensboro
2: that. played well but here's the thing i don't think davis county played bad against owensboro that first game they missed some shots they just didn't hit but the if shot. you saw the way Stuart curry was taking at the home yeah
1: and marshall griffith missed some shots and that and that hurt that well. was the difference maker that, marsh wasn't playing like marsh has been well, yeah. first
0: of all, they took away the paint from Mars. I, f- I feel like I feel like both teams didn't
1: play great,
2: but I feel like both teams played decent. And it, to me, I, I've, I've I've said it. I felt like of course now you add Trace to the photo and Apollo could be could be right there now. But I've always felt like the, this whole season that it's been Owens and Davis County. I was really surprised earlier in the year when Apollo <laughs> went to Davis County and got the win. That that shocked me, but. I mean, I, 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 I'm a believer. Davis
0: County cannot get away from what they do. If you can get Davis County away from what they do, you can beat them. I mean, and you can have success against them. And Apollo, at, in the fourth quarter of that game, got them away from what they were wanting to do. Hume likes to dictate the pace. He likes to dictate to you. And if you can dictate to him, you can figure out a way uh, to make them play your way. Davis county's in trouble so that's the that's the key and Apollo did not do that Friday night Hume dictated the entire game and they dominated Apollo from start to finish so well,
2: anybody that that statewide that doubts davis county just i mean they just don't understand because you know th- their resume they they got the win you know they got the win over Henderson should have beat
0: Bowling Green so I mean this team is legit yeah no they're they're good they're good. And they're definitely a team that could represent a third region at the state tournament. It's going to be fun to watch it play out. We got some big games remaining. We've had some big games, some really fun games thus far, um, but now we're going to have we're going to have some more as we as we go forward as the regular season plays out. Uh, this Friday night, uh, Butler County will preview the games here. Butler County travels down to Grayson County. Uh, it's a game that's kind of interesting as far as the top ten goes. A team that I scratched off your top ten in Butler County traveling to Grayson County. I, to me, it's a game where I'm looking to Grayson County saying, "Hey, can you be the third? You know, represent. You know, your you're third in the poll, or do you deserve that spot?" Well, I don't know if we're going to find out against Butler, but uh <laughs> but if they, up and down. But, if, but if they lose it, yeah, that's then you know saying. they weren't. That's what I'm saying. They weren't number three. So Cause, I mean, they didn't. They only beat White Trinity by a very small margin, yeah. and so we'll, we'll see it going forward. But, Give me uh, Butler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bre- I was just kidding. I was just <laughs> to see if you're paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> you <get laughs> I am way. I work Thursdays. Yes. The twelve o'clock does nothing for me. That's uh, great. holler at me at like six o'clock in the morning, but uh, uh let's see. Breckenridge County's traveling down to McLean County. This would be a good one. Uh, Breck County is is, is solid. That you know we've seen them compete throughout the region, and then McLean County is a team that that I feel. That can make some noise. I think this team's got talent uh, across the board. They have, what I like to look at on a team like this is they have three or four different guys that can contribute and win the game for them on any given night. So that, to me, stands out for McLean County. It's a team that I could see trending up going forward. Where's the game at? It's at McLean. Give me McLean. Yeah, I'll take McLean as well. And I'll take Grayson in the Butler County game. We yeah, didn't I was didn't just teasing it. you. <laughs> I'll take Grayson. <laughs> the Bear went over the mountain to get to Litchfield. I think it's where it's the at. Bear went over the mountain and Talon Gary stole I don't know what he stole. The bear's eggs. I don't know. He He's, knocked the bear off the mountain. They're side picking of egg out. baskets. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he clawed the bear's eyes as it was coming over the mountain and he fell off the mountain, maybe. Is that what, <laughs> what it is? Uh anyway, let's go down to Elizabeth Town or to Me County where they'll play host to Elizabethtown. Elizabethtown beat them earlier in the year, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So it's a game. Elizabeth Town's actually pretty pretty good. I mean, they're traditionally uh, a solid basketball school and me county has beat teams that they're better than throughout the year i don't think they're better than etown i'll take etown yeah day.
2: i'm gonna take etown and Zach. that usually got some good athletes too so
0: those are the games outside the ninth district we'll get the games inside the ninth district davis county plays host to a team that's just having a tough time miserable miserable season uh unusual season for ohio county the ohio hartford hustlers as you like to say uh just struggling to find their way coach Brigance is Kind of up against it. I mean, you lose a guy like Trace, and they're 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 starting to become more competitive. Though I'll give them that. You know, we saw them get blowed out in games by twenty, thirty points week after week after week, and now they're they're starting to get closer to winning games. Uh, I don't think they got a shot against Davis County though.
1: No, they had no shot. It um, won't even be close. Yeah. All I can say about Ohio County is be care- be careful what you wish for because you might just get it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Ohio County's on the outside uh, looking in. We haven't even mentioned them on the show, which is almost absurd for basketball season because Ohio County predominantly is always a powerhouse. I think had Trey stayed over there and they was able
2: to work through some things, I think they had the makings of a dangerous team. Yeah. Because you had Callaway at point guard and then the, the sharpshooter kid. I forget his name. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, well, it is what it, it is. It is
0: what it is. So uh, we'll move it on now to OHS, who plays host to Muhlenberg County. This is a game I have my eye on right here because I, I have a – I'm starting to buy in to the Mustangs. I know we had you had them low on your poll, but I mean this team has played very, very well versus uh, some teams that uh, Holmes. I mean they were leading homes through three quarters. I mean and they take Mott County into overtime. They're battling some really, really good teams. They're going to play another really, really good team Friday night in Owensboro. I'll take the Devils, but uh, I think I think Tony Hopper's crew is going to come play, and I think they're going to make this a close ball game. I'll take Owensboro by less than ten. I think that's fair. I don't. I wouldn't
2: expect anything less than for, you know from Muhlenberg. I think a lot of it's going to be um, if they can keep Owensboro's bigs from scoring easy baskets. Yeah, I, I think Muhlenberg's size maybe isn't the greatest in the world. Um, so that, that's what that's what the story of the game is going to come down to. And heck, this is a rematch of last year's regional championship game.
0: That's Right. We saw Slim Shady in that game. Just play about about as much heart as I think we've ever seen a kid play with. I mean, he will – the Mustangs to stay in that game. So it's something to look forward to on Friday night. A great game taking place at OHS, Jim. Yeah, give me OHS, by the way. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, and now we'll go to uh, Eagle Arena, uh, where they're running out of games there. I think they take like seven road games in a row after this one. So uh, this will be their time. last home game. <laughs> home game. Uh, it seems like they have played a few in a, in a row there. But uh, Apollo is playing host to the Owensboro Catholic Aces. And a game that's going to look a lot different than other games we've seen from both of these teams. I think Cameron. I think Cameron O'Brien. I think he's cleared, but I don't know that he's going to. What his workload is going to look like. Let's just assume that both players will play Trace Young for Apollo, Cam for for Catholic. So it should look a lot different. Uh, you know, even without those, even even without Trace, I expect Apollo should be able to win the game. Uh, they've got to look better than they have, so they've had a whole week of practice after that ugly, ugly spanking that Davis County put on them. I'll take Apollo to win, regardless whether Trace plays or not. I'll take Apollo to win, but I think it'll be close. I think it'll be under ten points.
2: So we don't know for sure if Trace is actually going to play.
0: He's active. I mean, he's practicing, but I don't know if, how Barker's going to throw him in if, his rotation. if Trace
2: plays. If he actually steps foot on the court and plays, I like. Apollo by fifteen. I, I really because I think if he plays, it's going to fire him up a little bit, and I think they're going to look to make a statement. So if he yep. plays, I like Apollo by fifteen. If he doesn't play, again, I don't know if Cam's. Playing. I think he'll. There's play. a lot. There's a lot of variables in this yeah. game that we just don't know. Just don't is know, Cam yeah. going to
0: play? Is Trace going to play? So
2: either way, I like Apollo. I think they'll to win both play,
0: but I don't know how many minutes they'll get. Is what I'm talking about. They're going to work Trace in just to get him some some time. Because I mean, he just practice today for the first time. I mean. But a kid with his talent, you just kind of tell him to go out there and do what he does. Do know? what you do. That's right. So, and I think the same thing for Cam. I mean, uh I don't know how much game shape he's in because I don't think he's been able to practice either. So, uh you know, Trace, I'm sure has been working on the side. Where Cam, Cam, on the other hand, I don't know that he has been. I don't know he's been able how much work he's been able to do with the condition. So, a lot of fa- factors go in. Either way, at the end of the day, I think I'll take Apollo by about eight in this game. That's fair. Yeah, I, I, at I home, completely agree. They need they, Apollo needs it. If they somehow were to slip up and lose that, this game. That's what I was thinking. And it, They could. This is a dangerous game for Apollo. It could shatter some morale, and there's going to be a lot of questions being thrown around if they were to lose this Apollo game. Apollo doesn't need to lose this game. No, it could hurt them, their mentality. I say that the regular season don't mean a lot. This game means a lot in the, in the scope of things going forward. I think I think from a from a their mental state right
1: now I think it does yeah I, for I a th- psyche standpoint especially
0: huge
2: I feel like they're on shaky ground right now and I think that the the <laughs> adding trace to the folk can give them that boost and give them that confidence because sports they say you know is eighty percent mental and if Apollo feels like hey we got this guy now we're you know we can make that next step and they, that gives them the ability and the confidence to go out and make that next step but if Catholic just shatters that busts a gold dust out on them and shatters their dreams <laughs> I it could go the other go direction. south. Yeah. Quick. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think Apollo's going
0: to win. Yeah, I'll take Apollo back. I think we're both in agreement of that. So, uh, going to be some good games Friday night. I know I'm i looking forward to seeing that OHS Muhlenberg score, and I'm looking forward to see what Apollo looks like with Trace Young in the lineup. But I think that's about all we got. It's bedtime, folks.
1: <sighs> Put them to sleep. I want to remind you, you can go to ww.thehomers1027.com for exclusive podcasts, daily news, picks, videos, and more. Follow at the homers1027 on Twitter and Instagram. Find us on Facebook, The Homer Show. Word to your mother. Oh, I don't
0: know.